Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of From Her to Heal. I heard a friend say that their girl turned into somebody different and now she does this and doesn't do that and she checks his phone and um, insecure and suspicious and And I just want people to stop and think about why their partner would start to do those type of things. What are you doing to make this person act in a different manner than what they did before you found out that they were checking your phone or being insecure? Because a lot of that will end up being something that you've done to contribute to that situation. I've heard a lot of times where people will point the finger at the other person when they don't want to own up and take accountability for the stuff that they've done to contribute to that situation. So to give an example, A girl catches their boyfriend cheating. They check their phone. That's normally how you find somebody cheating. You check their phone or you catch them out or they slip up some kind of way. So she checks the phone and she finds out that he's been unfaithful. And so now, naturally, this woman has a sense of insecurity. She's thinking that. You could be out here doing something that you have no business doing. Why? Because you've done it before. That's one. Two, because you have lessened the value of this relationship. So either you're doing this because you're selfish. You think you weren't going to get caught. The thrill Whatever your excuse is, you've now created something in your partner that doesn't sit right. Now, now normally you'd be like, well, why not just leave? It's a lot easier to say that than to do that, obviously, or people wouldn't go through the back and forth. Because when you feel like you've invested something in a relationship, it's not that easy to just walk away. A lot of times you want to be at that point where you want to figure out what happened to get us to this point. Why were you feeling like you needed to make a choice to go be with someone else? And why did you feel like you had to choose to check my phone? Those are choices. But, you know, women, we have an intuition. We get that gut feeling. Normally when we get that gut feeling, it's right. Most of the time. But when we get in those situations and now we've caused our partner to be insecure and feel some type of way. And, you know, we've lost the trust in a relationship. This is where we have to start to do the work. We have to start to if this is a relationship that you want. At that moment, you know that you have you have. Lost trust in this relationship. Yes, this person is insecure. They're not going to believe you. So you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to take some steps 
to correct it if it's a relationship that you want. At this point, if you want this relationship, do the work. If you don't want it, simply just let it go. Don't string this person along. Don't try to save face or any of that. Just let it go. Because what's going to happen is if you're one that is going to cheat and, oh, I've gotten away with it, all they were was just mad at me for a second and you think, oh, I'm going to go do it again. Don't keep hurting that person. That's selfish. And guess what? Your karma is going to be so much more worse. Don't be selfish. Don't hold on to one while having something on the back burner just so you can have the best of both worlds. Because that's not safe, it's not healthy, and it's not fair. So if you're going to do the work, do the work. But then on top of it, you have to own that. You have to grow up. Put on your big underwear. And acknowledge that you've made a mistake. But at that moment, when you're caught, The worst thing for you to do is to point the finger at the other person and make them feel like it's their fault. Now, I heard someone say, um, you point the finger at someone and it's three fingers pointing back at you. So the behavior that annoys you so bad in this other person, that whatever excuse it is that you've given yourself to go out here and cause your spouse to lose trust in you. That behavior is that that behavior is in you. It annoys you so much in this other person because you see yourself in that person. It's a behavior in you that you don't like. That's why when you point one, three points back at you. So that's a behavior that you have to correct within yourself. So to to give an example to that, it's like saying, I, I don't like that you talk to me bad. In the in the bad way. I don't like that you call me names. And you think to yourself, well, I ain't never called you no name. But every time you get in an argument someone with someone, you're calling them names. You're devaluing that person. Or oh we had we had a uh, we had a fight and, and you started it. No, I didn't start it. I simply said something to you and you blew up. You caused that scene. But you're quick to blame it on someone else because God forbid that you look bad to anyone. It's time to take ownership and stop blaming other people for your mess. I strongly stick by this and I heard this. I was maybe 19 years old when I heard this saying. And it's a little vulgar, but it's it's the truth. Own your own shit. That is the realest thing I've heard in a while. Own your own shit. 
because your mess doesn't have anything to do with me. That's your stuff, your insecurities, your bad behavior, your bad judgment, your choices. No one else can make you make those choices. So if you've noticed a change in your partner, it's because you either stopped doing something, started doing something. That's caused them to question. And and it's it's really on you at this point. If you know that you have been unfaithful to your partner, it's on you to really pick up the pieces if you want that relationship and fix it. Don't keep doing the same stuff because it's only going to make it worse. And it's so, to me, to be honest and be blunt, it's stupid. And it's childish to continue to do the same thing and think you're going to get a different result. It's insanity. Because whether or not the situation has changed a little bit, the outcome is going to be the same. But guess what? Each time you go out here and you disrespect and dishonor your partner, Guess what? You adding layers to your shit. You digging yourself in a deeper hole. Because she went through your phone, right? She saw all your, all your text messages with all these women that you've been out here talking to. And now you're mad at her because she doesn't trust you, right? But guess what? Do you stop talking to these women? Probably not. So you know what's going to happen? She's going to either leave you alone, contact these women. And then possibly, I've seen this happen, meet up with these women, catch you with this woman. How do you think that's going to go over? Is the risk worth it? Because now you're putting people in danger because of your selfish behavior. This is where the boundaries have to come in place. Like we have to start setting and staying by our requirements. I had to sit down and write down my boundaries for a relationship. I don't want... To have to be with someone who is not going to treat me like or respect me as their partner. Meaning if I'm your girl in the bedroom, I'm your girl out in the streets. So I expect you to maintain that same energy. And not have one of my girlfriends come back and tell me that they saw you at the bar all hugged up on somebody. No, because you are going to respect me as your partner in both ways. So I don't, I don't want, I don't want you to act like I'm enough for you at home, but not enough for you out in the streets, which leads to the other boundary. It's not marriage, but still forsaking all others, meaning there is no need to have a conversation with someone of the opposite sex 
that is going to potentially cause drama and havoc in our relationship. So if I'm getting in a relationship with someone and it's someone that I have been intimate with or tried to date or something, we no longer can be friends because I respect my partner that much to remove any temptation because there's no need for it. Yes, we all are scared to be hurt, but at the same time, you have to give that love a chance. So if it's meant to be, if me and my partner don't make it, it's not the mindset you want to have, but it's reality. If you don't make it and I contact, get back in contact with this person, then cool. If it's meant to be, we'll pick back up. But I'm not going to have this person sitting in the pocket waiting. Causing friction in the relationship that I'm in now. Because what we don't realize is. The things that we used to do with each other before I got in a relationship. That can't happen anymore. So the little cutesy little text messages and all of that. If it's something that your spouse cannot see then it's cheating. That's how I consider it. If I have to delete messages, it's cheating. If I have to save your number under someone else's name, it's cheating. So I I eliminate all of that because I don't want any temptation. If I'm mad at my man and then such and such text me, oh, well, let me see what he doing tonight then because Bobby over here tripping. No. Because spiritually, if I'm connected with my man and I go out here and sleep with someone else, I've just invited their spirit into my relationship. So it's harder and harder for me to connect with my man because there's always someone else in the middle. Set those boundaries. And for real, like we, we, we grown, we grown, grown. Grow up and deal with one person at a time. Let that relationship play out. Give it a chance before you throw it away because you're so scared. Everybody is scared to be hurt. But don't hurt somebody else because you're so scared to be hurt. How fair is that? Another boundary that I have is to be in worship with my spouse. Meaning, we go to church together, we pray for and with each other, we do daily devotionals, we try to tithe, things like that. Like, you have to keep whatever religion or spirituality you have, keep that in the relationship because that power is going to allow your relationship to grow. It's needed. I can't do anything without God. I try not to make any decision without com- without going to him first. Because I know once he's in it, then it's all right. Now, I'm over the age of 35. So at this point, if I'm dating, I'm not dating just to 
have fun. Of course I want to have fun, but that's not the primary reason. I'm dating to see if I can find someone that I am going to be with for the rest of my life. So another boundary is working towards marriage. Where do we see ourselves in three to five years? Can I grow with you? I want to I wanna be able to trust you with the money, just like you trust me with the money. I want to be able to know we can make investments together. We can buy property. We can save money together. I need to know how you handle your money. That all works up towards marriage. Like I have to be able to trust my spouse and make sure that something happens to me and vice versa. We are good. Our children are good. It's set up so that we don't need to have any mishaps. And those are things that I think people forget about because we date to have sex now. I mean, that's just what it is. Everything is revolved around sex. Which if you put that first. What else do you base your relationship off of? Like you have to find some type of. Connection between the two of you. Like what do you do to service me? What do you do? What do we do to serve each other? Like, I'm a female. When you come over, can you take my trash out? Like, I like to give gifts. But I found that a lot of times I do that a little too often. And it's it's almost like it's it's expected, so to speak. It has been expected. So, I like gifts too. I like flowers. Just little things. Here and there to just make me feel like I'm special, not just on a big day. Like I like a candle, a breakfast, a foot rub, a massage, something. Service me in some type of way. I also need to feel like I'm secure. Like, I don't ever want to feel like another woman has one up on me. Meaning, if we're out and somebody that you know sees you and be like, huh, <laughs> she just don't know. I was over his house last week. He was not acting like he had no girlfriend. Hmm. That, no, I don't, I don't ever want to feel like that. So we need to we need to figure out, amongst other things, how that fits into not being not having any communication with someone. That's going to threaten our relationship. A big one for me is effective communication. So if your girl checked your phone. What did you give off? To make her check your phone. Like when you're out. Do you say I'm here. I'll be home later. Or do you just not come home. Because to a woman that says you out with someone else. You just not coming home. That's that's not communicating. And if you're in a relationship. You 
that comes to that respect factor. You have to respect the fact that you do have someone that could be at home waiting for a call or oh, you didn't check in. You, you didn't, you didn't let me know you were at home or something. It's just for a lot of people, well, I'll say because I was married, if I'm dating someone and we're staying together, I'm used to someone coming home at night. I'm used to sleeping next to someone at night. So I can't sleep peacefully if I don't know that that person is at least okay. It's not a check up factor or clocking you factor. It's are you okay? Because I know when I was married, my ex most of the time was not okay. He was drinking and driving. Looking out the window, there he was, foot on the gas, car running, passed out. So for me, if I just want that security to know that you're okay, you're in a safe place, then I can turn over and go back to sleep. And to the, the effective communication, you can't shut down. You have to verbalize your feelings. You have to say what you're feeling at that moment and work through it. But within that, there's no, there's no name calling. You want to speak positive and handle the situation with a little more positivity. Okay, I'm feeling this way. I didn't like the fact that you checked my phone. I know I was wrong. What can I do to make you feel a little more secure besides not step out again? There's your chance to own what you've done, map out a plan to not do it again, effectively communicate, secure her and protect her. You should never want your woman to be in a position where she has to confront another female. And then especially if you have kids with them, you're putting everybody in jeopardy because the situation can get ugly, ugly. It's selfish. You thinking about busting a nut. She's thinking about getting married. You're not on the same page. Fix what's going on in the relationship. So when you're talking, discuss one thing at a time. Don't try to throw in how you feel when she's telling you what she found in your phone. No, we have to talk about what was in your phone first. Because you can't throw in new stuff because this is how you felt. So this is why you did that. No, we're going to talk about what's here first. Then you can tell me about what caused you to do this. But tell me what's going on right here first. Then we can get to that. But don't try and act like what I just found is not important. 
Because essentially you're saying what I found was caused by how you're feeling. So let's talk about that first. Allow them to express themselves. Because if you're feeling some type of way and you want to get out how you're feeling, allow them to get out how they're feeling. Don't make them feel like what they found in the phone and how they're feeling is not important. Because it is. It's causing them to be insecure. It's causing the changes that you're noticing in the relationship. But don't for once think that you didn't have anything to do with that. Stop making excuses for being childish. Because normal people can just talk about their problems. It's very childish to act out. Because that's what's happening. You're having a temper tantrum and you're going out and you're acting out. That's not fair. And if you know you have found someone who was good enough to be with for so long and you guys have already talked about a future and this, that, and you have children together, obviously it was something there. So this fun that you're having with this other person is nothing of substance. See, the devil disguises himself in in funny ways. He will make that fun feel so good and let you forget about the work that you're putting in to build a future. That this fun feels just right. But guess what? That fun runs out. That fun dries up. That fun is going to cost you a lot more than just your girl acting some type of way or your guy feeling some type of way because you did that. It's costing you more in the long run. Because essentially you're going to lose everything that you have because you could not control yourself. Because you stepped out of bounds. Because you were disrespectful. You're making excuses. You're not communicating. You're not loving where you're supposed to be loving. You're bringing those extra spirits into your relationship. You can't connect because you've brought somebody in your home with you. After you finished having fun, you brought that spirit right in your house with you. Fun should be a part of your relationship. So instead of trying to go out finding fun somewhere else, spice up what you have at home. Date night. Can't go nowhere right now. Date night in the house. With your partner. Because I can guarantee and put money on it. When that fun run out. You're going to be looking real silly because you've hurt someone who has given you real love that you have not had before. You have not experienced. But you thought fun was going to be so much better and fun was going to last forever. Fun don't last forever. Because guess what? That little piece of fun that you got. You ain't the only one they having fun with. 
you're not the last person they're going to have fun with. And fun ain't looking for nothing for real. They probably got somebody that you they using you for fun for. So both of y'all wrong. Have that fun with your mate. Respect your boundaries of your relationship. Because it's not cute. Responsible. Mature. Or fair to walk around hurting people because you're so scared to be hurt. Give love a chance. That's why you need to include God in everything you do because he will make it work. If it's meant for y'all to be together and God put that together. Resist that temptation. Because everything ain't about fun. You grown, you have children, probably at this age. You have responsibilities. You can have fun with who you're with. You just feel like it's so much easier to go out here and just get somebody else. But why are you making excuses for why your your partner hurt you? It's not even valid. It's not even real. You're just being selfish. And you're making the choice that you want to make. You're making the choice that you're used to. You're taking the easy route. While this person sitting back loving the hell out of you. You out here making them look stupid. They can have your kids while you out here running around with the next stop. Because nine times out of ten, she know that you got somebody. So what does that say about you? Because that's not a respectable person to be with you and they know that you have someone else. How do you think that's going to work? Go ahead, just keep adding to your karma. But realistically, you need to set those boundaries. Have those conversations. Be accountable, for real. Own your own shit. You messed up, own it. Fix it. Don't be a statistic. Walking around here hurting people because you don't want to be hurt. Do the work. Don't quit on everything because God ain't quit on you. Stop giving the devil so much access to everything. You, you have, you probably lost people, lost things, had a hard life and you just keep taking God out of stuff and allowing the devil to win. Stop giving him so much access to your life that you keep taking L's. Because you're going to take an L if you don't get your act together. Respect that person that you with. Stop allowing other people in that relationship. 
cut them off. It's that simple. Whatever you're looking for in this other person, get that from the person that you're with. Have that conversation. Talking. Talking. You have a mouth. Talk. Verbalize. Vocalize. Converse. Simple. Things that we learn in kindergarten. Open your mouth. Say what you want. Do that with if you can if you can be intimate with your with your partner and y'all can have kids together and y'all can buy stuff together, then guess what? You can talk to them about what you want. But guess what? You're gonna have to hear what they want too. It's gonna be a two-way street. You're just gonna have to make some changes. Both people require things in a relationship. Get that. Do the work. Set the boundaries. We need more black love. Seriously. All the statistics and all the bad examples that we see on TV. What are we showing our kids? That it's not that that, that there is no such thing as real love. That's not the truth. Start setting better examples. Be real. Because all we're doing is creating a cycle for our children to repeat. And then guess what? If you got a daughter, guess what's going to happen? Huh. Karma. Then you're going to be ready to go out here and hurt somebody for hurting your child. But no, 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 no. Baby, remember when? Do better. Do better. Seriously. It's not that hard. You make it hard because you want to take an escape route. It's really not that hard. Simple work. If it's that easy to go out here and find somebody else to screw, it's simply that easy to turn over in the bed and have a conversation. Baby, I need this. Baby, can we do this? And guess what? I think it might be a whole lot easier if you do that, then step out. And I'm sure she'll be like, well, babe, you ain't never asked me that before, but I appreciate it. Yeah, let's do that. I would rather you do that with me than go out here and do it with somebody else. Especially if you have a healthy sex life. It was never about this, that, or whatever. It was a choice that you made. You just being greedy. One of the seven deadly sins. Hmm. Look at that. Do the work, y'all. Fix it. Thank you for tuning in. Talk to you next week.